0: It's another episode of Extra Bases with Bristol and Booth. And right now, after the Astros losing Game 7 of the World Series, it's time to turn the page, although that page seems to be stuck in (laughs) some sort of... um, Yeah, stick some. some, That page is stuck in scandal right now, Jeremy. All right, so right now, (laughs) let's think. What are the three biggest... Things on the field facing the Astros in 2019. Can I give um, you my list yeah, first? Yeah, go ahead. My list is number one, who replaces Garrett Cole? Number two, what do you do at Catcher? And number three, is this the year that you hand right field over to Kyle Tucker? So I'm gonna take any t- I'm gonna take any type of suspensions. Out of the mix, yeah, so I'm, that, forget, I'm, they're, not, I'm, they're, not, they're not happening right that's now. Funny. That's yeah. not part of the equation. What do you think? Are those the three biggest? Well,
1: I, I would things? go. I go beyond Garrett Cole. I'd say starting pitching as a whole okay. has to be addressed because McCullers. We don't know what we're going to get yet. He's coming off injury, right? Um, we don't know where he's going to slot. He's presumably going to be back in the rotation. We just we don't know yet. Okay, um, I'm gonna go number two. I'm gonna say relief pitching. Because that bullpen broke down. You got Presley, who's probably going to be healthy. You know, probably. You got James, has a hard time throwing strikes. You got Osuna, who wore down at different points at the end of the year. Um, you've got Joe Smith, who you know depends how you you go there. You got Colin McHugh, who's apparently not going to be back. Right. Will Harris is a free Will, Will agent. Will Harris obviously. is a free agent. So the bullpen and the number, the one and two things they have to address: starting pitching and 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 in the bullpen. Okay. Um, most of the position players are back. Torino's and Maldonado, both free agents, correct? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they're both going to have interest elsewhere. You have to ask yourself if they're going to want to be here. I personally think Torino's, you know, depending on the circumstances, comes back.
0: Especially considering he's Justin Verlander's yeah. personal catcher. He's
1: he's got a job as long as Verlander's here. I I, I just I think he comes back. Um, and so I, I'm with you. Um, I'll go. I'll call it three A and three B. Okay. Okay. So three A is 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 really the positional arguments. What they do behind the plate? But 3B is right field, and I'll address that because both those guys are under contract, and my answer is absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think Kyle Tucker makes the club. It's obviously going to make the club. His days in A are somewhat over. Um, well, they have
0: to. I mean, they can't send him back to AAA no, again. Well, well,
1: he's on the postseason roster. They that, can't. That immediately cancels that out. He's here. Um, but I think he has to earn his at-bats. I think he'll find his 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 at-bats against five starters and four starters and guys that he's going to find some kind of rhythm against. And I'm not marginalizing those guys. We're just talking about the reality of playing in the big leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he plays ahead of Reddick. When we got to the postseason, he didn't play ahead of Reddick. If he was ready to play ahead of Reddick in April, he's ready to play ahead of him a month ago and he didn't do that, and part of that's because the book on Kyle Tucker is very easy to read. You can hold it up. You can take a picture of it with a camera and relay it in real time, or you can hold it up broad and say, here you go. He's got to make adjustments now. The league's got him figured out, so he's got to adjust back. I don't know that he can do that with his approach.
0: And you had said on a previous Extra Basis podcast, you had said, based on some at-bats that you had watched, you said he's going to get eaten up by postseason pitching, and I think Across the board, he was. It seemed, I think he had a couple of knocks here and there, but essentially they just they just climbed the ladder with him and he yeah. couldn't
1: handle it. Yeah, what he did well was he had a couple of bats that resulted in walks um, and he, he ran the bases well. Mm-hmm. He did that well. And and that's okay because that's, I guess, a role player that he was, but we're talking about giving a guy meaningful at bats in a championship situation.
0: And someone who you think is a future all-star, that's what you build him as, right? That's That's been... I don't want to say you've put it up in big lights on a on a they call message him, board. They
1: but call him Ted.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> they call him Ted.
0: Just saying. So, yeah, I mean, you're you're thinking, you're saying all star potential.
1: Calling him Ted Williams, you're saying one of the best ever. That's see, and that goes back to the to the some of the other issues about let's say no suspensions, but some of the arrogance as to why people don't want to be here. So anyway, back to Kyle Tucker. Kyle Tucker's a big leaguer. Um, he has to make some adjustments in his swing to be productive. Until he makes those adjustments, the league has a book. Problem is, not playing every day, he's not going to get enough at-bats to to make those adjustments. He's going to face guys throwing 100 that can climb the ladder, and that's it, because he plays the end of the game. I don't know that it works. He's going to have to get you know, five starter, four starter bats. And, and you're, if you're talking about platooning him and Reddick, they're both left handed. There's no reason to do that. Right. So I just, I think you, you get a picture of the 20, 20 Astros by looking at the 2019 postseason as far as who's getting what at bats. And honestly, AJ, for no matter what happened for the lineup wise, had the right lineup out there. And Tucker wasn't part of it.
0: I know I'm going to put you on the spot here. And I don't know if you've really looked at the list of available free agents. Have you? I've been pretty
1: involved in, in other Astros news.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say if I had to get a guy. All right, well, I'll just. If I had to um, pick a guy for the Astros to sign, Yeah. It, drew, it, it would be Drew Pomeranz.
1: Yeah, you said that, and I, I can see why. Um, I can see that. But why. then there's
0: the question, do you put him in the pen where he really excelled last year with the Brewers, right. or do you move him back into the starting rotation role which he's been up and down but I mean the stuff is obviously there. Would Brent Strom be able to turn him into a Charlie Morton? I mean, a couple of years ago he had a really good season with Boston if I'm not mistaken. So for me, that's a guy, I think he could come relatively cheap. I think that's a guy that you take a flyer on.
1: Yeah, I mean, he'd be a guy that with the pitch data, and the pitch data used to be an advantage for the Astros. It's not now, Everybody has it. Um, but he's a guy that, you know, Brent Strom gets his hands on and can do some pretty good things. I mean, Strom does a lot of things with effective velocity. He does things with, um, you know, pitch data. He, he, he takes the, the extra um, deeper insights and, and does a good job to help these guys get better. Um, you know, it's funny because I can't talk about any part of this game, this club now, without thinking about a cheating allegation. And I don't want Brent Strom and the work he's done to be included in that. It's just hard to make them. But, I mean, Trevor Bauer said they were putting pine tar on the ball, right, to increase spin rate.
0: Something like that. It
1: is a fact that these guys' spin rates here is far uh, more advanced than what it is anywhere else. I, I just I don't know what to say about that, but that's what's going on. Let's give Strom and everybody the benefit of the doubt for the, for now. Um Pomerantz is a guy that would benefit by being here, so it'd benefit both of those guys.
0: 2017 with Red Sox, yeah, he went 17 and 8 as a starter. As a starter, 32 starts, struck out 174 in 173 and two thirds innings. It's not bad. It's (laughs) not bad from the left side.
1: Yeah, he's he's a guy that would make a lot of sense here in either role. I, you know, for me though, it's another it's another question mark. McCullers is a question mark because they come here. Which way are they going to go? Is he going to go into a bullpen? Is he going to go in the rotation? Both those guys will help a club. um, And both those guys will help them be better. So I think that's a good good target.
0: What's happened during this offseason when we get to spring training, can you imagine if it's not resolved by then? (laughs) What kind of firestorm that the Astros will find themselves in West Palm Beach? Because it's usually spring training – For those who um, are familiar with our coverage, for the most part, you have local reporters, right? It's the local television stations. You've got the beat writers. But if this isn't resolved by then, it is going to be chaos. I'm not going to say it's going to be World Series-type coverage, but it will be very close when you consider all the questions that are surrounding this team. For the sake of the Astros... I would imagine the players are thinking, please get this over by February.
1: <clears throat> I would imagine people, players want this over by now, by tomorrow. Yes. I mean, if if Luno isn't going to be here and, he, and Hinch gets some kind of whatever discipline comes down, and they're not in uniform or in the front office, these guys want to know tomorrow. They don't want to know in three months. They want to be able to operate business as usual. And and if you're Jim Crane, you want to know that too, you know. Mm-hmm. But in, look, in all fairness, to the, and the players are on the field. I mean. One of the biggest needs this this organization has is to get rid of the drama. Let's get rid of the drama. Let's get rid of the ground control issues that were trained by Luno and company and brought to Chris Correa. And Chris Correa makes, commits a crime. Goes to jail, by the way. okay. Let's get rid of the pine tar allegations. Let's get rid of sign stealing. I know. Let's get rid of taunting reporters. Let's just get rid of all that. Like, Let's get rid of that. What's happening here is that the piece, pieces they had in place, uh, Eve Rosenbaum resigned, now in Baltimore. Ozzo Campo, day after the World Series. Deuces, I'm out. Right? So people that are involved in this organization are stepping away in a hurry. They need to stop the drama and solidify that, to solidify what's on the field.
0: But you could argue that people often leave for better opportunities, Jeremy. That may be the case. For most of these people who have left the front office,
1: no. It's right way to it's 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 often things. I, I mean, I left an organization for a better opportunity. I get it. That's not why they're leaving. So they need to stop the drama, regardless of who the bodies are. They need to stop the drama, and once they stop the drama, the field will take care of itself. Again. There's a lot of questions that are going to surround this club on the field. But if you're a player, what do you do? You, ask, I'll ask you. You're a player and you're looking at this and you don't know if your manager is going to be your manager and you don't know if your GM is going to be your GM. You signing a long-term contractor? That's tough. How about the players that are here now, forget who's coming in. How about who's here now? You're Carlos Correa. You're George Springer, who's up after 20. You're Redick, who's up after 20. It's you're, a tough call. Yeah, your Brantley, who's up after. 20, do keep going. Right? Your Verlander's up for 21. The only two guys that got locked up long term are all and Bregman. And they got to be going. By design. Or, and they got to be going. Now what? So I'm, if it's you, what do you do?
0: I don't know. I think um, we may not know. They may not know until spring training starts.
1: Let me ask you a question. The best, one of the best players in the history of the game is synonymous with Houston Astro baseball. (laughs) Oh,
0: geez. Okay. Nolan.
1: Yes. Ryan. Yes. Nolan Ryan said, I don't have the exact quote. Mm -hmm. Essentially, I'm done. I'm never coming back.
0: Well, he didn't say that second part. It's it's, it's essentially. It's not what he said. I don't
1: know his exact quote, but essentially he said, I'm done. Never coming back. And Jim Crane said, not not Jeff Luno, Jim Jim Crane said, 'No has got a contract that runs, what, four or five more months. If he chooses not to work, that's up to him. Yeah. Right? Um, And this happened after Reed Ryan was, should we say reassigned? Is that fair?
0: Um, I can see it from Jim Crane's perspective because he's not a young man, and at some point, you have to pass the business along to your family. However, Reed Ryan is in many ways a major face of this organization and I think there's a lot of value to that and I don't know (coughs) if the plan is for Jared Crane to be the same position as Reed Ryan or he's going to be above Reed Ryan but there is there's a lot of value to that because Reed Reed was an all-star in that role. Let's be honest. I mean, he, Reed was an all-star in that role. A
1: unprecedented run of what, seven years? 2012,
0: 2011? 2011. 2011. Un- so he, he did all the little things that I would imagine a lot of owners don't want to do. I have, a, I have and I'm talking being a spokesperson. And a job that a lot of business people don't want to do because they're business people. He's great at it. He was great at it. And I think that, um, give them some respect. It will be, Whew. it will be some very large shoes for someone to fill. I don't care if your name is crane or crab apple. <laughs> <laughs> like I tried to think of another. Uh, yeah. I don't care if your name is crane or crab apple. Let me put it to you this. You're going to have a hard time filling those shoes so, and especially someone who is apparently going to be joining the organization to learn about the organization. So you're now a player.
1: All of those questions exist from your owner, from how his kid and what position his kid's going to be, from...
0: Which I think is way down on the list sure, from but, a player's but perspective. The GM is in, is in flux.
1: Your assistant GM who's caught red-handed sending an email talking about Spygate. You have...
0: Special advisor to the GM, I believe.
1: Kevin Goldstein?
0: Yes, that was his title. Anyways.
1: Um, you have you have the baseball people and even analytic people in the organization jumping mm-hmm. ship and going other places. You have an assistant GM, Brandon Taubman, or former now. He's been let go after a public relations fiasco. Mm-hmm. And it now is embroiled in a sign stealing where he might be the key witness with an attorney. Why are you coming here again? And most of the contracts that are up are up after next year. Most of them are up after next year. I think Verlander goes 21, Granke goes 21. Um, I think McCullers might be might be 21. He might be 21. I know Correa is 21, and the other two are beyond that.
0: McCullers is probably 20 arbitration, right? Yeah, he's yeah. got some arbitration yeah. coming on the horizon. It's the same year as Correa. I don't know. It's um, you know, it's funny. We always heard about the Cubs, right? The Cubs were going to be the organization this dynasty and and they are they are another example of how quickly things can change for whatever reason and I think that we may find out in the next three months whether the window is left open a lot or if it's an inch because of all those things that you have mentioned and here's another one Can they really rely on Forrest Whitley as a top prospect now? You don't know what you got yet. You don't know what you got. Mm -mm. I mean, listen, if the season started in uh, October, isn't that when the Fall League starts? Yeah. Because right now, he's great in the Fall League. Yeah, he was great in the Fall League last year, too. But, (laughs) I mean, he's, he's... he's kind of a flyer right now prospects right? Like,
1: are always suspects till they get to the big leagues prospects are always suspects till they get to the big leagues of course Whitley has to stay healthy he has to stay you know he had a he had a um, a drug suspension right he has to stay in the right stay on the field stay on the field get your innings see what happens
0: and is it is it is that granky deal going to come back and I don't want to say bite them but not what? signing
1: Charlie Morton and Dallas Keuchel okay. comes back to bite him. But that listen, leads to the Corbin
0: Martin, well, you never said
1: Corbin Martin. Yeah, he's, he's bullpen help for me. Bullpen, okay. He's got an electric arm.
0: And by the way, you couldn't trust Zach Reinke to go more than five or six innings in the playoffs. Is he really a bona fide number two? There you go.
1: <laughs> you're, you're, I mean, you're asking all the right questions that every fan should be asking, every that the front office is asking, but now the front office is dealing from behind. And so, you know, the the way these guys carried themselves through an unprecedented unprecedented run in Houston of success is about to crash and burn the other way. So my answer to you is
0: nobody's coming here. Wait, whoa, whoa. You're saying crash and burn? Yeah, you have
1: all these different um, things that are surrounding this club. And the only way to even keep it going is if they signed signed guys to come in here and help or extend the window and re-sign some of their existing players. And now there's so many questions with the front office. Nobody's coming here. You don't know what next season's going to be like. And the system is is a bottom third I think you said this. Yeah, you so, and I
0: were talking. I think for all these people that think this system is loaded, and Jeff Luno has even admitted that the system is not as it's light. plentiful as it was. And I would characterize this system as in the bottom third of baseball now. Okay, so that's not going to win
1: you championships, so you have to reboot it and start and it over. And impact guys? None. Three? Nah, if that. Mm, if mean, that? If that. Now, now to be fair... They found some players like Josh Rojas and some other guys that were good, good value to help them get guys. And, and um, you know, Toro, you don't know what you're going to get out of him, and he, he's going to be okay. And there's some pieces there. But as far as winning games and impact and aircraft carriers, Alvarez is probably the last one to come up, um, and, and unless some other
0: guys can figure it out. There's only a couple down there that can do it. We always hear about sophomore slumps. I was very encouraged by the way that, Jordan Alvarez handled himself in the postseason. Yes, I know he had an awful ALCS, but the way he turned it around in the World Series gives me hope that this guy is what you and, and other people have said, that this guy, I'm not saying he's David Ortiz, and I'm not saying he's Ryan Howard, but he might be. Yeah. I think that this guy, I, I don't know if we're going to see a dramatic sophomore slump from this guy based on his adjustments and the things that he was able to do throughout the season really when he got himself in a little bit of a rut he would find it and produce <clears throat> once again and for me I think that that I think that's really encouraging long term and when I say long term I think especially Next year, because that is obviously what's right in front of us.
1: Yeah, I, I can sum Jordan Alvarez up in three words now. He's going to hit. Okay? And it's, he's going to hit, and he's going to hit a lot, and he's going to be a good player for a long time. Um, you know, I think at some point he gravitates to first base. I think Gurriel's contract is up after next year. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, so they worked a deal. Uh, Gurriel, they gave him a guaranteed contract for next season. For 20. For 20, which... Does away with his arbitration rights, but right. it also makes him a first uh, a free agent. So my guess is that was kind of a good for the Astros, good for Guriel because Guriel can then test the market. But right. then the Astros aren't saddled with perhaps a player who is declining. That that's the way I he, would.
1: he'll be what thirty six. Yeah, yeah, that's about right, yeah. and that's fine for that. And that's 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 a player and an organization being fair with each other. I think it makes sense for the Astros to make sure he's here. Um, with this window, he's part of that window, and he had a good postseason too. So you know, Alvarez will be fine. Um, I don't see his approaches and have a lot of sophomore slumps. Um, postseason pitching is always better, and he handled himself fine after he worked himself through it. So uh, I would agree with you. I you know I, again, who they have here is is really what are they going to be able to add to it? Starting pitching, relief pitching, and a couple of holes and holes positionally. I don't know if they have enough in the system to help it, and I don't know if I'm going to free agent. I'm coming here.
0: Well, that's great news for Houston baseball fans. So gotta the stop. jury's out. Yeah. The jury is out, as always, and we will find out as the offseason continues to roll on. And we'll Can be covering...
1: Can I say one thing? Okay, sorry, I was going to wrap up, No, go I ahead. know. I'm sorry. I know. That's why I'm saying it. I'm, Houston fans got to hear, this isn't about Houston as a city. And it's certainly not about the fans. It's, it's There's a lot of drama now with this baseball team. And if you're going to lock yourself up and involved in something, you want to win. Players still want to win. So you don't want to be involved in something that's got a whole bunch of holes that you can't uh, fight through, and that your family's got to be here. What about the abuse these guys might take on the road? There's a lot of things that are going to go through free agents' mind now when coming here. So don't take that personal. Understand that the front office has put you here, you know, put the city here, and you got to get through it. So that's my. I just want to make sure fans aren't being sensitive. It's not them.
0: And on that note, it's another episode of Extra Bases with Bristol and Booth. Until next time, thanks for tuning in.